his first run and a good one. Williams outside, 15, keeps his feet, and Williams finds the end zone, and he is in for a touchdown. On second down, here's a toss. Here is Lucas. Jalen Lucas, that great speed, keeps his feet inside the 30. Lucas, 10, 5, touchdown, Indiana. It's Henderson cutting back and finding the end zone. Touchdown, Indiana. Welcome to the end. Oh, I mean, sorry. Welcome to episode 178 of the LEO podcast presented by Big Banter. I am your host, Michael Bragg. You can follow me on Twitter. It's at Braggley, B-R-A-G-G-L-E-Y. I'm here with my co-host, Brandon. You can follow him on Twitter. It's at Brandon Dubich. Brandon spelled traditionally Dubich, D-U-B-I-C-H. What's up, Brando? It's the final countdown. It's over. Yeah, the countdown is done, bro. Countdown is done. I meant meant for for Mr. CTA. For the LEO pod, for the LEO podcast name. In name? Yeah, uh, it's it's over. I tried to see what lyrics had it's over in because that whole stained podcast was incredible. Oh, yeah. But I couldn't really find it. So I went with the final countdown because yeah. it all seems inevitable and we'll get into it. But just the way it happened for a defensive coach to just get hurt, mm. hurt. Huh. Yeah, it was a, uh, it was a tough one and it's been a tough one. And, um, it's been so tough that um, our producer can't make this show either. If you want to block him, it's at. I promise uh, he hasn't quit. I no, promise he, he is still. He's celebrating what I'm assuming is probably the biggest win in the Ryan Walters era. The win over Minnesota. Is that. I, don't I was know. wrong I on it. I, I was Minnesota, wrong. Minnesota's bad, too. So. I don't know, man. Block him at say top five, S-E-T-A-H-5. We are here to talk about game number 10 and and inevitably the end of our season. Um, The loss in overtime on the road to Illinois, 45 to 48. Um, Yes, you heard me correctly, 45 to 48. Um, Indiana falls to three and seven with the potential ceiling of five and seven remaining on the schedule. Um, now I, I, I do sound down. Um, I do sound defeated, which I am in the collegiate sense of mind. Um, it, it was tough. Saturday was hard. We were on sweet. We went through such highs together. It we was probably through. the most enjoyable game. It was, it was a lot of fun. Yeah, it's uh, uh, yeah. Let's let's get into it. Let's just get right to it. Um, give me your headline for the game. Um, God, I forgot to do this again. Um, close only counts in horseshoes and hand grenades. I mean, CTA's career, for the most part. Whether it's bowl games, whether it's whether it's rivalry games, it's close. 
for all his, you know, hashtags, dude can't finish. Dude cannot finish. Um, we'll get into it, but the play calling as well, like two design quarterback runs. You gotta think second that's, and third that, down. Yeah, you gotta think that's on Rod Carey, but you gotta think heavy lies the crown. So yeah, that's um close only counts in horseshoes or hand grenades because Tom, you're gonna get absolutely no credit for this. None, zero. If anything, you're getting the opposite of it, at least from me. Yeah, no, I um, I can agree with that. My uh, my headline is um, I'll go. I'm not going to go with what you said. I was going to have the end of an era. Um, I'll let's let's finish with a bang. I guess we could say. I mean, yeah, we've got two fairly meaningless games left on the schedule uh both believe it or not are for trophies so um kind of cool i like that i would finish with michigan state per you every year yeah and that's that's a fun ending both are very winnable um i think we're favorites yeah yeah we are favorites to open and we'll and we'll preview the game here the line is coming down you think so i mean it's already down a half a point and it's been less than 24 hours yeah that's dumb that's dumb because I think we found it. Well, you know what? Let me change my headline. Let me change my headline. We'll we'll stick with some other stuff. We found an offense. We found an offense. Is it consistent? I'd say so. I mean, it, the, the funny thing is, and I thought about this a lot yesterday, was we complain so much about, I mean, Walt Bell was awful. I mean, let's be real. He had this talent on offense, this talent for how many games, and we just poo-pooed it out. All of it. Should have beat Illinois or should have beat Louisville with this offense. Right? Then we would have been sitting here being like, okay, cool. Now all we have to do is beat Michigan State and Purdue. We're going to the bowl. Right? Should we should have beat uh uh we should have beat the doors off of Akron, right? No problem. We've got ourselves an offense and we've got ourselves a quarterback. We've got ourselves a stud receiver. We got ourselves two stud receivers, really. EJ Williams will be back again. Um, you've got uh, if if camp does EJ Williams does have another year of eligibility. He does have one more? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Nice, nice. Uh, look that I think up. he's just a junior, actually, a uh, redshirt junior, maybe. Um, yeah, I mean, we're both looking it up at the same time. Yeah, he's just a junior season Clemson that was last year so he's a senior yeah so he's got a COVID year if he wants it um yeah what is he he's a senior but his 2022 so this 2023 year so his 2020 season was with Clemson so he's got one more year left there we go um dang COVID year throws me off I know and again I don't even know if that's accurate right and we have a running back we, we knew we had a running back in Josh Henderson. We love Josh Henderson. I'm just saying for the future, Josh is is done and is going to take his talents to the NFL, hopefully, and uh, can make an impact there. So, um, But I think Trent, Trent Howland has shown a lot of burst, a lot of power, a lot of uh, what we need to see moving forward. So I think we found ourselves in offense. Granted, based on some stuff, um, that's about all I'm going to say right now. 
we may not have the same offensive coordinator or coaching staff um, in about a week. So we'll see. We'll see how this goes. Uh, again, IU falls to three and seven, one and six in conference. Two more, two more winnable games left on the DQ Carter game. has that COVID year too. Yeah. So DQ is still available. Um, I mean, you just go down the the box score. You got uh, Anderson Kobe. I think he's. Yeah, he doesn't have a COVID year because he started in 2021. He'll be a senior next but year. But he's just a senior next year, exactly. Um, you know, Jalen's got one if he stays. Omar Cooper. Omar Cooper, obviously. Don't forget about Omar. Um, so Cam I, Camper, I, I like that. Still got another one. There's a I ton like, of wide receivers. So you got, you, got, you got Donovan one, EJ two, Omar and Dequeese. That is a nice ret- – I mean, we're talking returning core on middle of November. But Yeah, you know, I'm just, I just want to stick with the headline. I think if the pieces stick around and they stay and everything, then we've got ourselves a team. Got ourselves a team. And it took us, uh, uh, what was it, nine games to find it? But, uh, well, we, I guess we really found it against Penn State, so eight games. But um, it's it just too little, too late. And I think that kind of fits into your um, headline. That would have been perfect, right? Too little, too late. We found the right things at the wrong time. Um. Okay, let's uh, get into stocks. Let's go stock up, and then we'll st- we'll go stock down traditional. Um, this way, we can stick with kind of the negative attitude throughout the rest of the podcast after we do stock up. Who do you got stock up on offense? I mean, I feel like I've given you the easy one the last few weeks. You can take it. Take it. I'm taking Brendan Soresby. Holy cow, did he make some throws? Mm-hmm. Um, Plays with his feet? You know, you, you can... If you wanted to be a cynic or if you wanted to be negative, you could be like, oh, the throws against Penn State were pretty easy throws. It was broken coverages. Those he made reads. some. They were, he looked like a very, very real quarterback. Um, against, again, not a stalwart defense, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but Matt I mean, still. These were two very good defenses at the beginning of the game. Don't forget can that be my stock down? <laughs> you can take that Matt, stock down if you want. Matt Millen. Yeah. Um, but man, Brendan Soresby, he is real. And um the way he's played the last few games, you know, against Wisconsin, against Penn State, against Illinois, he's gotten better every week, Michael. Every yeah. week he's gotten better. And it just make and this is this is this is more on the coaches, not on Taven Jackson. But what were we doing? Imagine if Brendan is getting reps end of July, beginning of August. Yeah. With the first team. Imagine yeah. if him and McCulley's connection is started two months earlier. I think if I can touch base on the Jackson thing. I wonder if there wasn't some internal pressure from that. You know what I mean? To bring in what is a, I, I, I guess an all-time great uh, in basketball, bringing his a, a brother in. A little bit in, of a legacy. A little bit right? of a legacy, sure. Right. Bringing his brother in. You know, he's a high-end transfer quarterback. When, again, but I think this... I. You have a, a, a defensive-minded coach, defense and special teams. He's preached it his entire career. Defense, special teams, defense, special teams, defense, special teams. He hires these people for offense to make offensive decisions, and he made a terrible choice in Walt Bell 
And Walt Bell made terrible choices throughout his entire tenure at IU. And I'm I'm done defending him. I've defended him till I was red in the face last year. Not anymore this year. The guy was garbage. The guy made a terrible call on quarterback. The guy made a, a terrible, you know, a, a terrible play calls in terrible situations. And you know, we took us eight games to well seven games i guess really but really eight games for us to to get somebody to get in and then finally get his feet underneath him and it's just too late it's too late we could have had this we could have had this this would have been a heartbreaking loss you know had we just beat louisville have we scored more than 14 points against louisville right we played great defense a better fourth half. down call any literally anything that drive like, Anything. Okay. like you look how pretty inside this inside the inside the five look how pretty that two-point conversion play was it was great imagine if we ran that against louisville yeah i mean just uh, if brandon soresby yeah total playmaker i agree i don't know if i'm allowed to do this one anymore i was going to do donovan mccauley but i think coming off of last week i'm not sure his stock is any higher i do want to give him some credit if you guys haven't seen it 11 catches, 137 yards, two touchdowns, 41 yards on his long, an average of 12 and a half yards a reception. He either, if if he wasn't being interfered with, 15 catches, 200 yards maybe, probably. I mean, that's, he, that's how many interference or holding calls he drew too. Now, while we've been pumping up Rod Carey and we've been doing all this other stuff, there are some faults there. I felt like maybe he went away from Donovan uh, McCauley a few times. That kind of killed a couple times, but yeah, well, in overtime was definitely one. But um, I think the both players made that very well known. If you guys haven't seen this either, Brendan Sorsby and Donovan McCauley, uh, just to say the least, have come out and basically just said they were surprised on the play calling in overtime um, and expected to score a touchdown, not settle for a field goal. So, yeah, I'll go with. Um, I'll go with a guy that we that I personally have poo-pooed on a few times this season, and that's that's Dequees Carter. Uh, he didn't have a massive stat line, but he had three catches, 53 yards, and a touchdown. But he had two huge plays on that final drive in the fourth quarter to tie it up, um, including a 26-yard touchdown catch across the middle. The guy has come up here in the last few weeks and has made some huge plays, a 90-yard touchdown at Penn State. He had a couple big catches against Wisconsin. He's gone back and caught punts. He's caught punts. He's brought the ball into his his body and caught it and just held on to the ball. That's and another thing. Game. Like, what are we doing? Rolling out. Oh God, I even forget their guy. The t- Cameron Jordan. 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 Don't, and who, and don't the other guy. No, no, no but like we kept rolling out guys not named DQ Carter. Yeah. What are you doing? Well, I think not when you having have a your first team All American special team returner. I think trying to get the and we saw this early. We saw it early, right? Let's look at his stats real quick. He's had one catch yet uh, Saturday for ten yards, two carries for eight yards. Let's go. We should go back. Let me go back real quick. And we're talking about Jalen Lucas and how we've tried to force feed him the ball all season. Let's go look at. Um, Let's look at the Louisville. Well, he had a good Louisville game, I think. But I'll, we'll pull he this had up here. Two touchdowns, right? He did. He had ten catches, and he had eight carries in that game. Um, that's a bad example for what I was trying to say. Let's just go to big play, Big Ten play. We'll go Michigan. Damn, he scored a touchdown against Michigan too, didn't he? Yeah, um, the trick, the trick play touchdown. On the trick play, a huge play. It was uh, how long was it? Forty-four yards on one play. He had five catches for fifty-six. 
So we had four catches for 12 the rest of the game. Um, also, we tried to run him two times there. I just feel like the the lack or the dependency on Jalen Lucas has gone down and the efficiency of the offense has gone up, right? Um, but yeah, there we go. I don't think, and maybe you can take this away from you can take this power away from me if you want. I don't think we should do a stock up on defense. No, you can't. You can't. Because okay. even at the guys that were good, right? Like Magnum Ferrar, roller coaster. Louis was Moore, a total roller coaster. <laughs> roller coaster. Kobe yeah. Miner, roller coaster. There Nick was Joker, one solid player, and we all know who it is, and we don't yes. need to talk about him anymore. Yes. So, eh, Linnell Carr. Yeah. Linnell Carr was all right. Um, you know, he obviously he led tackles for loss, he led sacks. Um, had a few tackles as well outside of that, but it's just it's just too much. There's too much set, too many secondary names in this um list of tackles, and it's just not good enough. Aaron Casey was the only stock up we could pick. His stock up can't be any higher than what it is already. So let's go. Um there should only really be one answer here, but we'll go stock down on offense. Who do you got? Rod Carey. It's specific Rod Carey drive, right? It can't be yeah. the whole play. I mean, the whole game, you can't you can't give him a stock down for a whole game, but no, it's it's it was the most critical juncture in the game, not too dissimilar from Penn State and poop down the leg. Let poop. me ask you a question. Because Actual me... poop out down the leg <laughs> onto the ground where everyone knows everyone saw you poop your pants. <laughs> let me ask you a question because let me read you the drive that won the game. Okay. Six plays, 85 yards, minute nine. We were down eight, right? Brendan Soresby passed four yards. Soresby run for 17 yards. Soresby incomplete. Soresby passed for 25 yards. Soresby run for 13 yards. Soresby passed for 26 yards, touchdown. And then we convert the two-point conversion. Quarterback draws and passes, right? They worked perfectly, but they were sitting back a little bit. And he had plenty of room to run up the middle. He called a great game. I mean, nine plays, 32 yards touchdown, seven plays, 74 yards touchdown, six plays, 69 yards touchdown. Nice. Four for 52. I mean, th- we scored 45 points. And it's it's not even close to the, the most we've scored all season. Well, not, never mind. I don't count the Indiana State game, but other than the Indiana State game, not even close to how many points we scored all season. Here's my question. Do you think he was told yes. what to yes. do? Okay. Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. Would oh, let me ask another question. And this might be naive because I have not played college football. Wouldn't you question that as a college football player? Wouldn't you be like, what why why are we doing this game? What I don't want to do this. What are we doing? Now, granted, we love Brendan Sorsby. I'm not wearing my shirt today. I have just a cold shirt on. Um, he's a redshirt freshman with very little playing experience um, and relative to an average starting quarterback in the Big Ten. I don't think he's allowed to. I loved that he questioned it after the game. I love that McCauley questioned it after the game. I don't usually like that from players, but I, I, I agree with you. The overtime drive 
is the only thing you can call out. If you want to call out the occasional offensive line, it's hard. We're not a perfect team, right? You're going to go through this. Every occasion, everybody's going to get a sack, right? Usually every game, somebody gives up a sack. Usually every game, there's some sort of turnover. One turnover, maybe. Maybe not a turnover. You know what I mean? You're going to throw an interception. How many dumb plays did uh, freaking 500-yard paddock do, right? Um, and one of them turned out to be a pick. The other one should have been a pick in the end zone. He got away with it. But, um, yeah, man, I, I don't know. I agree with you. I don't have anything else to say on offense. Let's go stock down on defense. This will be interesting. Oh, it's it's just go with the other coordinator, Matt Guerrero. Just absolutely did not change up anything. You and I, not college football players. You and I, not college football coaches. Sometimes. We were screaming when the, when we sent a blitz, it was incomplete. When we didn't bring pressure, it was a complete. And they just never sent on the game winning drive. We sent pressure, and it was just a really good play. Aaron Casey came this close from getting a sack. I'd much rather go out that way by them making a great play than Paddock just sitting back dropping dimes, which happened way too much. So for me, it's Macarary, just lack of any in-game adjustments at all. And I know they're going to say, Brandon, they blitzed on the final play and they lost too. At least it was a scramble play. At least it was a chaos play where an NFL wide receiver broke coverage. Yep. That's all we kept saying. I mean, it was just, they made a play. They made a play that wasn't given to them. And probably one of the few plays that they had to make on offense that wasn't given to them. Right. You know what I mean? I mean, Reggie Love ran all over us. I was begging for them to run the football. Run mm-hmm. the football, please. Was his name Reggie Love? I don't know. Reggie, I think Reggie Love's the guy. No, it, no, it was Reggie Love. Was it? 100%. What's the dude's name from Nutty Professor? Isn't he Reggie Love? No, that's Buddy Love. The, the guy's Buddy name Love, Dave Chappelle. Man. Dave Chappelle is Reggie. His name's Reggie in the movie. Um, But yeah, no, Reggie Love killed us. 24 carries, 140. That's almost six yards a, a carry and two touchdowns. It's like the first game he's played in like two years. Not really. Like two months, maybe. Yeah, it sucks. It sucks to go back and relive it. Um, I mean, they had three guys that almost 100 yards receiving. And we gave up 507 yards to a non-scholarship transfer quarterback. That's only said it a million nothing, times. Right? I mean, just got beat. And just got beat so bad. And we've played such better, so many better offenses, Brandon. Ohio State. Penn State, Michigan didn't even act like this to us. 507? J.J. McCarthy didn't even put 507 on us. I mean, different game state, but um, it's just it's just not good enough. That's just not good enough, especially in a game you've got to have. You have to have it. Now, Illinois had to have it, too. You know, they got to travel to Iowa next, just probably loss, and then they finished with, I think, Minnesota. It doesn't matter, but... Um, they should finish with six wins now. We had to have it. I would have felt really good about six at the end of the, at the end of it. So, stock down defense. I don't know. Does it matter? Uh, 
I, I don't know. I'll stick with you. I lack, lack of blitzing. It doesn't really matter. Uh, by the way, sorry for whatever's going on upstairs. If you guys can hear that. So I can't uh, hear things here again. Good. Perfect. It's super loud. The toddlers are still up making a ton of noise. Effing Seth is here. Seth, you're alive. You made it to Florida back with probably only like, I don't know, seven different diseases. And, and uh, you know, big banter. They were there was talks of a three game, you know, three podcast suspension for me. I said, hey, 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 let me take this off the plate. I'll take a three game suspension. I, I sat out two podcasts. I sat out most of this one. I'm like, all right. You know, this is all bogus. I got to come back. People well, were crying I mean, for me. I, you were meeting your fan. Your stands were following you to Florida. Yeah, I'm telling you, man. Well, I mean, I threatened to just to sue him back. So, you know. Yeah, temporary restraining orders have been granted. Oh, is that a Michigan thing? It's all a Michigan thing. It's a good I bit. I enjoyed I it. Paying, I know. I, I know. I know. He planned that. He's thought about that a lot. Yes, I think the whole time super annoying. You distracted me so bad when I was right in the middle of an ad read when you just hopped in. Um, do we let him go back and do stuff real quick? No, I didn't keep... do anything. Okay, There's good. nothing for me to add. That's All right. Not, I won yeah. the, I won the predictions. Uh, I had the most points, I guess. I mean, no. Yeah. I guess I would, we all picked us to win. So yeah, I guess I I win. Congratulations! Awesome. Three receivers, almost a hundred yards Seth, or more. Seth, we have already talked okay. about it. <laughs> We've already talked about it. We're moving on to Brando's randos. What do you got? So yeah, um, I want to start first with the game. Um, do you? What do you think the atmosphere was like in the stadium? Because I didn't see a lot of IU fans. I didn't see a lot of oh, annoying fans. No, no. So it looked awful on TV. We obviously well, Seth, watched it together. Seth has been there. I don't know why we didn't talk about this. Uh, the first two touchdowns when McCauley caught him in that the end zone when we were watching on the right side of the screen. That's where the away section is. It's like a bottom. If we're if you're looking at the field left or right on the screen, right? Like like what we were. It's the right side of their stadium with the camera angle. It's that corner of the end. It's kind of like where we would sit, right? That's where the IU section was. But what was the atmosphere like? I don't know. I didn't notice any like crazy crowd noise. I did point out a couple times that their band did the same thing our band does, where they just go like that for like long periods of time to kind of simulate noise. Um, But I do feel like at least when they're close games at Memorial stadium, our Memorial stadium that like there's a decent atmosphere in there. It just doesn't always translate through those Fox cameras for some reason. Uh, as somebody who's watched a few games there, it's also a game where, or a stadium where a lot of times the whistling of the wind, like will create this weird echo to almost make it sound like there's noise. And there's rarely any actual human noise. Did not project well. Did not project well through the TV. Um, I always like this one. This is fun. Dan Millen is, or Mike Millen is. Matt Millen. Third time's a charm. Matt Millen is that. Matt Millen is you trying to come up with Matt Millen's name. (laughs) That's what Matt Millen is. Matt Millen is hot garbage. I told you guys this on the preview pod. I always told you. I said, I said, and I somebody might be able to find it if they want to. 
I think the direct quote was, I was looking up to see. He's the worst I've ever heard. And I go, oh, man, we got Matt Mill or Matt Mullen, Matt Mill. What? I don't even know his name now. Matt Millen. Matt Millen. <laughs> and then I sat here and I told my four-year-old son, I think, because he goes, why do you guys keep talking about this guy? And I was like, he was the guy that ruined the Detroit Lions. And now he's on TV and he's ruining my TV. Now look at the Lions. Awesome. Yeah, he has like just hours that make no sense at all. And then he'll go on some incredibly lucid tangent where you're like, oh, my God, this is the smartest football man I've ever heard of. And then it's followed by another hour and a half of complete nonsense. Brandon, he didn't hear the quote at the beginning of the game. Maybe the first or second drive. Bear in mind, all I watched is overtime. This game is going to be a something around the lines of this game is going to be a bear fight between between two very good defenses. And at some point, maybe at 45, 45 or 42, 42, he ate an entire word pie on national TV or well, regional television, whatever this is. Like he ate it all. He's like, never mind. These defenses are really bad. <laughs> He's just the worst. All right, what else? Who is the starting quarterback if Luke Meyer or Altmeyer gets healthy? Oh, that is a really good question. You gotta stay with Paddock. He kept the season alive, not once, but twice. Bro, do you really trust John Paddock in Iowa City? I As mean, somebody I don't who know. took. Illinois under six and a half wins. Oh, I need them. I don't. I felt they're a lot more confident with Altmaier. They're not winning. They're not winning at Iowa. It's not happening. They're not. They're not going to win. Um, their offense is okay, and obviously, I j- we just didn't make any adjustments. Zero adjustments in that game. Pressure and that dude's toast every time. Um, I didn't answer the question. I don't know. I think you I think you have an option. You can start one and if it doesn't it doesn't start well, then you go to the other one. And that's it. I think maybe you start with Paddock and then if it doesn't go well, then you go to Altmeyer and pretend it's like a oh, he's coming in and he's still a little bit injured. That's why he didn't start kind of thing. See what happens. Then it doesn't hurt anything cuz if he does well, then you just he was your starting quarterback. I got I got one more. Hold on, let so, me ask Seth the question. Okay. Put that in the Bears scenario. When Fields is healthy, does Fields come right back? Oh, yes. They've won how many games now with him? Two and two. Two and two. That's better than Fields. Aren't we playing for draft picks? No. So don't you my team? The figurative, aren't we? Oh. Um, Man, I don't know. I still think uh, I you just, have to. It has to be Justin. It has to be Justin Fields. It has to be Justin Fields. Yeah, I like the story of Badgett a lot better. But... Do you? If I have to hear about his dad being an arm wrestler, oh, that, freaking that part time? I don't give it. Yeah, no, just the undrafted quarterback. That's it. Oh. Yeah. So you're telling me here, his dad drives a souped-up. I don't care. Did truck? I don't... Tell me some more about his dad. It can't be any worse than the smoking Jay Cutler memes, the oh, Kyle the Orton best. tax attorney stuff. I didn't the, know that one. Nobody cared about Kyle Orton. 
Cade McNamara. I mean, I have. Oh, you guys are going to get Cade McNamara? No, sorry. No, Cade McCown. Oh, my God. Oh. Sorry. <laughs> Long week. Didn't McNamara like end his career? Well, I mean, he's. Or just tear his ACL. Season. I thought he said, declared oh. he'll be back already. I don't know. I can't yeah. remember. Okay. Right, one more random. That went down a weird road. I'm not even I'm drinking wondering. tonight. Um, so I want to throw another name in the ring for coaching candidate. We're we're going to have to have a whole pot on this, but yeah, well, go ahead. We're going to have probably multiple, a few of them. Um, hold on. Catch me up. Were there other names thrown out before? Or is this just, no, like, no. no. So okay. we, we did this. Like, we did one in the group the... chat. Should we throw that one out? Sure. Jimbo Fisher. Oh no. Pass. <laughs> Pass. What was the one, what never, was the one you were talking about? I will never do another uh podcast ever again on you football if we hire Trimbo Fisher. Oh my god, it'd be so much fun though for like a two years. It'd be so much fun. So we are saying Mitha a lot, make mm-hmm. Indiana football fun again. Mm-hmm. When's the last time IU football was fun? Are we back on the Sat- Kevin Wilson train? Saturday. It was fun. It was when we hired an Oklahoma offensive coordinator. Uh-oh. You two, you two, our listeners, look up Jeff Lebby. Oh, I he has Coach the Levy. Sooners offense cooking. It's the fourth best um, country or offense in the country. They are they are the fourth in scoring at forty two points a game. They sling it. Now, again, when you have Dylan Gabriel, you can do a lot of these things, but he is one of the hottest offensive coordinators in the country. It worked when we went to the Oklahoma offensive coordinator once. Again, I like some of the other names we threw out in a previous pod, but I want to add this one to the mix because Uh, it's just super fun if we hire another Oklahoma offensive coordinator. He... um. He has a three-year contract. Well, now he'll have no. He'll be going into his last year con his last year of his contract. Based on that, um, this does say during the twenty twenty-three season, following two consecutive disappointing performances, the Sooners' offense maybe faced harsh criticism from the local press. I'm reading a Wikipedia right now, and he's responded to it with a plum. Yes, I don't know what that means, but I mean the question mark is no no connections to IU. Is one thing. I mean, obviously, neither did Kevin Wilson. Sorry to cut you off. Um, No direct head coaching experience. Um, He's bounced around quite a bit since 2017 between four schools. He's a Lane Kiffin disciple. Yeah, that's the worst. Lane Kiffin disciple. But here's the question is if... has he projected himself to the point where he's maybe even above an IU destination? No. Is Mississippi State in the mix? I know they have an opening oh, now as well. Yeah, I forgot. That's great. Why can't we just go ahead and why can't we get into it first? What they fired Zach Arnett after 10 games. Dude, so bad. Four and they're like four and six, not good. Yeah, we're gone. Here, we're sitting here at and three and seven, Brady, and I'm talking about winning two more trophies on the season. Brady Hoax retiring at San Diego State. I'd definitely say I use a better Dude, job than that. Yeah. The yeah, coaching yeah. carousel, Boise State's open. Yep. The coaching carousel is going to be insane. Again, not, it's not this pot, but they I'm saying better... IU, IU has to act swiftly. They can't yeah. kick the can and wait till January. There's only two openings. Well, one, one 
projected opening, right? That is I Kurt Ferentz going to go? No. But you keep putting up three. at Mich- Mississippi State, Michigan State. Northwestern. Boise State. No, no, no. That are above an IU job. Boise Texas State. Texas, State. Texas no. A&M. Boise, Boise State. State's not in a major, they're not in a major conference. You're not in the mm. Big Ten. That's a Big Ten job. You can. I'm not saying that. And Boise State is never going to have what they had before with what was his name, Chris Peterson. You're right. They're never going to have that. They'll have success. Don't get me wrong. They'll have more success, more bowl games, everything else. What I'm saying is IU is a Big Ten school. I don't think Boise State pays what IU can pay for a head coaching job. I just don't think so. They can. No, they can't. You just do that because you're like a semi Boise State. Arkansas, Arkansas's coach will get fired. Yep. So there's there's a bunch. That's why I'm saying I think we need to maybe throw our hat into the ring here pretty pretty quick. Yes. That, that's we, my, that's my overall point trophies. of bringing we up. We win the two Levy. trophies first and then do it. Okay, that's know. all for Randos. I've got one. And I, I kind of talked about it earlier. I think the writing's on the wall. Um, I think that if we would have gone and beat Illinois Saturday, finished the season six and six and gone to a bowl game, that maybe that gets him to his next year, the final year of his contract, and then he's done. But it feels like Coach Allen's probably done. Um, I don't want to make any speculatory remarks or anything, but it just feels like maybe he's done. At the beginning of the season, what was our expectation? I can read it to you guys if you want. Mm-hmm. I said six and six. You said five and seven, Brandon. Yep. Seth, you said six and six. If IU beats Michigan State and Purdue, which we are favored to do in the first one, we'll see on the second one. That would put us at five and seven. I thought we talked about at the beginning of the season that five and seven was good enough. Tell me, this has got a little bit serious. Tell me what changed. It's great. This is great. Um, all of training, uh, training camp with the whole two quarterback situation bungled. Um, hiring Walt Bell bungled. Um, multiple coaching decisions, multiple in-game lack of development for himself. Um, post-game pressers. He's again, I'm nitpicking, but he throws his place. It seems this year he's thrown his players under the bus so much. Um, sideline body language. I know that's all the rage right now for IU basketball, but it also seems different. You know, we sit very close to the sidelines. It seems like a different sidelines. Yeah. Um, Would you agree with that? Yeah. Are you talking about coaches' body language? Because Mike Woodson only has one body language. No, no, no. I'm, 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 <laughs> I was talking about the IU basketball players, okay. but but I'm talking about the IU football players. Um, The jump ain't know. there. The jump ain't there. Well, I was going to say it was it was at the beginning of Illinois. They were doing it at the beginning of the Illinois game at the opening kickoff. And that was the first time I've seen it. All it wasn't season. there for Rutgers. No, I'll tell you that it wasn't there for because Rutgers. I think there was Homecoming. finally a sense of belief, a sense of, hey, somebody has figured out that we have very good athletes on this offense and we can score some points now. And now there's a sense of belief, right? I still think, and I'll put money on them, and I'm still going to go Saturday. I still think we beat Michigan State, 
I don't know what Purdue team we're going to run into on Saturday. <laughs> I don't have any idea. If it's the Purdue team of most of the season, we're going to win that game too. If it's a Purdue game against or Purdue team against Illinois or Minnesota, I don't know what's going to happen. But yeah, I don't. I have no idea. I mean, we should go through and do a Bragley's patterns on Purdue because I bet you it's like the win against Virginia, and then it's like crap, crap, crap. Win against Illinois, crap, crap, crap. Win against Minnesota. So you three more craps come after that. Um, what well, I don't so, remember what we were talking about. Oh, the well, sideways stuff. I agree you, you asked what's way, different when we yes, go five and seven. This because I predicted five and seven. It, it it's yeah. it's the how, not the what. Well, okay, and this is this was just a question to figure out what because I don't believe me five and seven is not good enough. It's not good. No, it is, but it's the how, Michael. It's not good enough, Brandon. It's not. We said at the beginning of the season, it had to have been a bowl, right? What Way before the beginning of the season, it has to be a bowl. It's got to be a bowl or he's done. But then we talked about the buyout or this or that or this or that, right? And we're done with excuses now. We're done. It's, 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 You're a so defensive you... coach against a, a piss poor offense where they transfer six foot ball state non-scholarship quarterback and you went, wow, 507 yards over the over the air you're done you're done it's over with so your it, season on the line that's the performance your defense puts up so answer it like like you would and we're all professionals we, we all we all have careers answer this like you like treat this how you would treat a professional setting it's lack of institutional control and it's lack of organizational management yeah 100 100 you, you can sit here and say five and seven that's a game better. Your business did better than it did last year. That's not what it means. That like just growth alone isn't enough to project your company forward. And this company isn't projecting where I think anyone, players, fans, and hopefully the board of trustees, the the athletic director who sucks, and the president hopefully have better or higher standards from what they're seeing at one of their highest level employees. I think you have to go at this at a professional matter. Yeah. And that's what I'm not seeing. Okay. Seth, you have my rant should probably be done. That was intense. Sorry. I got real. intense. It was intense. It was intense. I think it's that taste in your mouth. I think it's the attitude. I think it's all those things that you're missing. Lost the locker room. Right. Yeah. yeah, is that what you mean by that? Yeah, it's it's just, uh, yeah, I think that it's it's time to go to the the dry erase board and start throwing some new podcast names up, kind of thing. Yeah. I think when you guys talked about this team in the off season, you thought that there was a foundation. You were like, oh, if we have a quarterback and a pass rush, we have a lot of stuff to build off of. And then you found out, well, the quarterback isn't what we thought. But now we do have a quarterback, so it was the one that we originally had. But you know that was a whole, you know, changing of chairs that didn't need to be changed to begin with. And then you end up having a pass rush who doesn't develop any kind of counter, you know, opposite weight opposite him. Um, and you're like, so you have these identifiable problems, and he did nothing to solve them. He brought in players. One improved it. One didn't. And he, there's just nothing that makes you feel good. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I get it. And the, and the, the stuff that does make you feel good has already been there. 
You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. Trent Howland. Trent Howland's a great. Was there all be, along. a really good running back? He's been there the whole time. Brandon Sorsby's been there the whole time. Been there. Donovan McCauley is unbelievable. There the whole time. The whole time. Like it's just pure. Like just uh, I don't even know. Like the I'm just like out of. Work. So why weren't they being Please. used earlier? Why were they messing around with stuff that? It's just so frustrating. Yeah. So it's a wasted year, and that's that's the taste in the in your mouth you get is. We had this foundation. We had these pieces. We ended up finding out that we tried to do all these things that made no sense, wasted an entire developmental year, and you're going to be at the exact same position next offseason trying to plug holes in a Titanic that, you know, is taken on water because yeah, the, good players, let it sink. the good players are going to want to go get better opportunities and the players who aren't playing just want playing time. So you might have a scatter effect again and you're right at ground zero. So it's do you get to it sooner or later and i think the you know the resounding sentiment we we hear is let's just start the fire now yeah and so real quick because you talked about kind of a, a scatter effect the good thing about the players that i just named are that they're all high school recruited talent they're all high school recruited talent and they came to iu to come to iu right they didn't come to IU, uh, you know, to because they weren't making it at Ole Miss or, uh, you know, uh, Wisconsin wasn't playing them enough at O-line or, you know, like whatever it was. Like they came because they wanted to come to IU. Hopefully, and I'm being hopeful here, hopefully that's enough for them to stay if anything does happen. But I, I'm with you. I, I don't expect next season to have any sort of hope, um, almost be like a complete rebuilding year. But again, that's the great thing about college football. Nobody expected Northwestern to do anything this season. And here they are um, two games out of the West. So, um, and five and five and one game away from a bowl. And they don't even have a coach. <laughs> like they're just, they're just out there playing football and it's crazy. So we've spent way too much time on this. I did have a note we didn't get to. I just saw it. Three minutes to go, third quarter, interception that Soresby threw. Clear hold, not called. First hold, not called on that side of the field. Entire game. That's what lost this game in a discussion. Um, and the defense was bad. Uh, that's it. Do you have anything in your sack, Seth? Do you have anything prepared? I am completely just empty. I've got one more. One more question. We're not going to take as long as we did on that one. If you could keep. One, ooh, you know what, Brandon? I want to ask Seth this question. I want to you're ask just trying to keep me Wait. from tip off. I know what you're doing here. No, I'm not. I did not. I don't. Well, first off, first off, tip off for what? Is it Purdue basketball day? <laughs> How many yeah. times have I told we, you I do not know what the Purdue schedule is got, for any sport you involving can, Purdue? Oh God! Meanwhile, such a you, pretend. You watched. You watched IU versus <sighs> Army yesterday. You know how many minutes of that game I watched last night? Four minutes because my butt was puckering, looking at my phone, going, "Oh, we might lose the army. I need to watch this game for four minutes." And I watched it, and I saw Gabe Cups be Gabe Cups, and he's the man. And that's all you need to know. So, move on. Um, what was I gonna Wait. say? Let me all worked up. I love Gabe Cups. What's wrong with you? I don't know what just happened. Yeah, because I'm sitting here. I get texts from you and from Bouge. So you, oh, you guys are gonna lose to. And armed services, blah, blah, blah. That's All I thing. said was happy belated Veterans yeah, Day, whatever, and dude. you just 
I didn't do anything. I avoided it. I gave you an American flag emoji to make you feel better about yourself. Jackass. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, first off, I got to tell Seth what I told, what I told Brandon on Saturday was remember how they gave Rod Carey an actual contract to be the offensive coordinator. How easy and how IU football would it be to just make Rod Carey the head coach? I, I, it'd be tough for me to sit on here and not scream for 60 consecutive minutes. Now, answer the question, Seth. I don't get it. Rod Carey has a contract to be the a contract. He was not given a promotion from his current his previous position. He was given a promotion and a three year contract to be the offensive coordinator in the middle of the season this season. How are you footballish and easy and lazy would it be for Scott Dolson to just say, "Well, we're done with Tom Allen. We have a former head coach here." Yeah, I okay. Then I think picket signs need to immediately be erected and Scott Dolson's office needs to be marched peacefully, <laughs> but loudly. Okay. Erected by us and respectful Adam. Respectable Adam. That's all that'll be there. <laughs> um, that's not true. We have a few other people. Darren will be there. Um, there's enough anti Dolsonites out there that'll. There. Hey, tell people who you met. Don't you want to give them a shout out? No. Okay. We'll just keep it there then. Um, what was the other thing I was going to... Okay, here's the other thing I was going to ask. And this one can be kind of fun and then we'll be done. Um, if you could keep one position coach coordinator or coordinator to come with... An, and we're, again, we don't even, we didn't even fire Tom Allen yet, right? Hypothetical situation, Tom Allen gets fired. You can keep one coordinator or position coach to bring in with the new regime. Who is it? That's the easiest question. Really? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Because I think I'm, I think we're all going to say the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> that, wouldn't, wouldn't that make it easy? <laughs> yeah. Just coach Bob. Yeah. It's coach Bob. Okay. I mean, he has the most pristine resume of, you know, you look up and down the roster. There's some guys who may eventually be really good coaches, um, coordinators. There's guys who are on the way up, on the way down. Um, but I think he's the one who has the kind of the gold star resume. What about Anthony Tucker? Nope. What about the wide receivers coach? Nope. Really? Okay. Nope. Just different level. Put it out there. Okay. And done anything for recruiting, to be perfectly honest. Yeah, he hasn't. You're right. Done nothing for recruiting. Yeah, you you would have thought that he well how, how long has he been here? One year? See the one that just came in last year? I don't know, whatever it is. It doesn't matter. Um, God, these other podcasts have been so much better without Seth just going <laughs> waving me on and get you guys the information that you need. But I won't give you the information about Anthony Tucker. We're just gonna leave it there. No, we're not. You know what? I know why he's trying to land the stand plane. Anthony Tucker joined on yeah, this year this year so um yeah not enough not enough to see i think coach bob and coach bob just came this year too but i think coach bob showed it up either way it doesn't matter i, I got a question for you okay i got a question for you since we've all bounced around it last one last question for me if you were vegas and you were making odds of tom allen getting fired what would it be because i think i got a number 
Sunday, 10 a.m. Oh, oh, no. Like, Seth, the, I like oh. the gambling odds. Like I, gambling. I teased information earlier and you've given away crucial pieces of information. No, it's the day after the, the bucket game. That, that's not mass Sunday, casualty Sunday. Ne- next. Sunday. Oh, sorry. That's what I meant. Yeah. My apologies. Yeah. After Thanksgiving, after he, after he wins two trophies, they're going to be like, <laughs> yeah, um, well, a spittoon. Come on. Let's be sp- real. If I've held that spittoon. It's very white. Not yeah, full spit. That's a, that's a soft. Um, what was the question? Oh, minus 125. Wow. I'm saying plus 100. Because I give Ooh, that was the IU, first thing that popped in my head. I give the IU brass zero credit. Oh my god, zero credit to Brandon, do the I right was I was thing. fully expecting like minus four fifty at least out of both of you. No, I don't know if I, Brandon. This is big for me. Should be minus four fifty. It should. That's what it should be. Plus one hundred. It's going to be a coin flip. I think you have to lose the next two games. I legitimately think we have to lose in it because he's not going to watch any of the games. Scott Dolson's not there. He's not watching the games. He's just looking. He's our friend. No, he'll be at, he'll be at he's soccer. He's just looking at the ESPN app going, oh, we lost again. We'll be, he'll be oh, like we won. What soccer a great elite eight or something, right? So this was this was yeah, a Twitter rumor that Uh-oh. for Rutgers, after he did his like beginning of the football game, he left and went and golfed at foul. There's just a Twitter rumor. I would, too. Like he didn't even stay for the Rutgers game. He left. That's like a captain of the Titanic. Since you brought up the Titanic, just like getting on the raft. You know who likes <laughs> to, you know who likes to golf there a lot. Coach who? Woodson, a lot. I mean, it's a nice course from what he's I hear. Probably I golf. He's probably golfing with Coach Wilson or Woodson, which is fine. I like Coach Woodson. He's fine, but. That just shows right. you where they're Let's, where they're get, let's get out of here. Let's get out of here. Yep. Be sure to check out the pod on Twitter, Instagram at podcast. LEO. Make sure you follow our partner, big banter for all the latest updates involving our podcast. Uh, a bunch of stupid rankings that Seth puts together where he puts Michigan at like fifth or something instead of second or first where I would put them. And as well as the other podcasts for the other 13 teams in the conference, make sure to download rate review and follow on all of our platforms. Um, check out the LEO podcast store while you still can. It's at podcastleo.com backslash shop, I think, or like bragleyproductions.com backslash shop. shop. It'll get you there. It doesn't matter. Whatever I just said, doesn't matter. Um, I will put a link in the show notes. It's always there. Get it there. Shirts are on sale. Get them while you still can. Vintage is hip. At some point, they will be very soon. Um, vintage. So either way, join us next week as we continue the preview of our demise and the end of our season. So there you go. Mm, I'm not even going to say it. M- Miffa, I guess. Miffa. Thunder Miffa. Make Indiana football fun again. Just so everybody knows. All right, bye.